Welcome to Scribble Talks Passion, rising about the Pachu story. Episode number eight, uncover the devastating effects of discrimination. Pachu's mental health struggle, part one. As we alluded in the introduction, this is raw and a personal account of Pachu's journey between 2022 and August 2022. Through the depths of despair, as Pachu struggled to overcome the devastating effects of mistreatment. If you don't know, Pachu is a group of three companies. You might know Scribble, but we also have Rain and we also have Pachu Consulting. Together, we believe in the power of education to transform lives, create a fairer, more equal world. That's always the case. And where possible, whether we work with SMEs or we work with people from underprivileged communities or emerging economies, our vision is only one. We dedicate our life to their cause and to their success. Scribble was the same. We provided unwavering support to the industry body. We dedicated close to three and a half years promoting the organization, its certifications, scholarships, stories, providing support, resources, you name it. Despite all these tireless effort, Pachi was met with shock and devastating outcome when he was revoked with his training license, an ATO recognition, alleging competition and copyright claims. He felt betrayed when the revocation was done without any evidence. This time of recording, 15th of February, still no evidence after eight months of revocation. No evidence, no fair hearing was a soul-crushing experience. It really shattered his belief in the mission of the industry body and what it represents. And he started to question, why did you spend three and a half years doing all these things? We had 62 students who were pursuing the certifications then. When we were abruptly revoked, we were given 30 days we're not allowed to add any more workshops. We can't book any exams because all we received was a call, a legal letter. Within a few hours, we're removed from the website. We can't book the exams. What are we going to say to our students? What are we going to say to the clients who have planned their professional development training with us? We have to remove all the APMP content from our website, but we promised lifetime access to our students. It was tough. I followed up with my current students, chased them, come on, we have to do it. It broke my heart. They were under their own pressures, but I was given only 30 days. I need to ensure these 62 students pass. And I still have other two companies to run, and it has their own challenges. I felt like a shell of a man, literally a dead man walking. I knew 
that our past students always referred us to their friends and they always upgrade from first level to the second level. I struggled to explain why I couldn't accept any new students, any new corporate clients. These people had a choice of training providers, but they chose us, chose Bachu. I felt like I had to let my students and the industry down. I was consumed by a feeling of hopelessness and despair. It takes a long time to build a trust within the industry. And when you start to see momentum, you are just ripped apart without any reason. It was a painful experience both for me, my students, and also for my team. It was sad and a disheartening situation. Out of the 62 students, less than half completed their studies. While most, the practitioner students, they didn't even take the exams. While we celebrated the success of past students, I felt guilty that I couldn't provide them, my current students, with the support and guidance they need to succeed. It was a difficult and painful time, and I knew that I had to find a way to overcome it and continue to support my students in the best way possible. I'll just say this. When I was sitting down on the hearing, I was puzzled. And one of the APMP board members questioned why, even after revoking, the students post their success in tagging Pachu and Pastor Sundram. I couldn't understand the rationale behind this. Are Pachu trained APMP students, not members? Why the disparity in recognition? Why this bias? Are they not proud to be APMP? Quite a selective approach. It made me question the motives and integrity, and it made me even feel bad. Did you spend all this time for these people? You start to question your own rationale. But life goes on. At this time, I was still hosting my weekly office hours webinars and my Scribble Talk podcasts invited guests to share their knowledge and stories. These guests were a shining light in my life then. Their insights, their experience, the scribble quests, and the attendance, they all were a source of inspiration and hope for me. They were the only positive thing that's happened to me then. But even as I celebrated with them, I couldn't shake off the crushing pain and turmoil that was consuming me. I was found in the solace, in the webinars and podcasts. It was just a temporary escape for an hour from my inner turmoil, but it was not a permanent resolution. The stories and insights were a reminder that I was not alone in my struggles. Every session also made me realize that I need to face my pain head on, find a way to overcome it. My gym is my heaven. People at my gym call me Bassman. Some people call me the machine. Because I push myself. Been there for six years. I used to deadlift 120 kilograms with ease for five minutes, 20 reps every minute. 
and I used to squat with 105 kgs around the same 15 to 20 squats a minute. And I used to be the spin champion where I could actually spin one kilometers in like 56 seconds. This was the ghost of me. The stress of my personal struggle took a drastic toll on my body. I didn't realize it's happened so quick. I was only lifting 75 kilograms. I was only squatting 70 kilograms, my body weight. And it took me much longer to do the spin at 1 minute 12, 1 minute 15. My friends noticed a drastic decline. But I told them, it's a shoulder pain. It's a pain on my knee. It's a lower back pain. But it was obvious. I cut back on my gym classes. I stopped practicing yoga. Knew something was wrong, but I didn't know how to fix it because people always see me as a happy person. When I was at the gym, I was in constant state of agony, both mentally and physically. It was a stark reminder of what stress could do to a person in the short period of time. My family at the time went to my in-laws. It was the first break in three years. So when you open the door, come after a long day, there is no one. You can feel the void in your life. I was lucky. July, June was hard. July was the same. August, I was going through. But I remember, this is not the only thing I do. I also have to do my client projects, the research projects, the pricing projects, which are well known in the industry. And we also do market insight webinars for our FM sectors. We also have investors who rely on our insights. All was happening. I decided to take a short break to Luxembourg to meet a friend whom I used to trek together and escape my inner turmoil. It was my first trip in three months. Those three days were a brief respite. Yes. This nature definitely has the power to cleanse you. Those three days was amazing. As soon as I returned to my work, the peace and serenity of my trip evaporated and my struggle came flooding back. What I didn't realize, this was just a journey, a beginning of a spiral. It was only going to get worse. I'll talk about more what I tried to do desperately between September all the way to October in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Scribble Talk rising about the Pachu story. We'll see you at the next episode.